Good morning and welcome to Faith FM. <laughs> Here on the breakfast show with Lawson and Mon this morning. Yes. Lyle has succumbed to his sickness. What did you just say? He's succumbed to his sickness. S- succumbed. Succumbed. I don't know. Suc- <laughs> Lyle has succumbed to his sickness. He's succumbed because he's a bit of a scum. See what I did Ooh, there? Ouch. <laughs> no, ouch. I'm kidding. He's not scum. <laughs> he's just sick. <laughs> Poor Lyle. Yeah. First producer Shell got sick, and then Lyle got sick, and I'm the only one holding out. I think it's because I drink these mud drinks every morning. Oh, you're like my jellyfish on some, juice. Some health. You know, yeah, you're up yeah, on the health. yeah. Man, that's awesome. It's like juice with greens powder. It's got you know seaweed and wheatgrass and barley. Barley grass and alfalfa, all kinds of Mate. goo in it. Yeah, it's gross, but it's I do uh, it. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> that still sounds standing. like me vomiting in the toilet. Like, awesome, <laughs> 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 gross. It's breakfast show. Yeah, true. Yeah, so we're super grateful to have Lawson in filling in for uh, Lyle. I don't think we've had you on air since camp, right? When we (laughs) (laughs) hurled you out of bed. Yes. (laughs) That was like the best. That was my all-time favorite start to a breakfast show. It was pretty funny. Yeah. (laughs) Lawson was sleeping in all camp long. It's the last morning. We took the show to him. (laughs) (laughs) And just like yelling at everyone in my tent. And like half the guys knew, but half the guys didn't know. And so they're just like, what is going on? I'm like, welcome to the breakfast show. You're listening to 87.6. And they're like, what is? happening <laughs> in their sleeping bags. Is that what you're grateful for today? No, I'm grateful for technology. Oh, yeah, okay. Technology well. teaching me patience. Lawson, yesterday I spent eight hours trying to uh, set up a new device and link it with my other devices and the pairing wasn't working and literally eight hours later and I'm like, Lord, this is really testing my patience. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I've decided to be grateful for that. Uh, yes. Yeah, so. Praise the Lord. You know. And it ended up with me having to call like America or something mm. and they were like, it's not not compatible, and so basically, I have to turn back to the shop. So eight, eight hours of nothing. Yeah, anyway, what are you says, grateful for? The Bible says that the testing of your patience produces faith. Yeah, well, that's why I'm so, grateful. That's well, why I'm grateful. Testing of your faith produces patience, but same thing. And I'm actually grateful for the fact that I have been memorizing those verses. The verse I just quoted, the testing of your, oh, yeah? of your faith produces patience. I have been memorizing with a group of people. Half of them are up here in Newey and half of them are down in Canberra, you know, just different friend circles uh-huh. and stuff. We're memorizing together the book of James. Oh, and we started yesterday in James um, chapter 1 and I memorized through verses 1 to 8 and... I'm not going to do the whole thing, but in verse one, I just love it. It's like, James, a bondservant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes which are in is, uh, which are scattered abroad. Greetings. <laughs> it's just like, gives this big hype up to who he is. And then he's just like, greetings. Uh, I don't know. It's Bible like memorization is something to be grateful for. I'm grateful for all the Bible memorization I got when I was a kid and stuff like Pathfinders in school. Yeah, that stuff is amazing. Praise the Lord for the Bible and memorizing it. Help me find a way, help me find a way, to the promised land, this lonely body, needs a helping hand, I ask the Lord to help me, please find a way, when the new day is a dawn, about my head in prayer, I pray to the Lord, won't you lead me there, won't you guide me safely, the golden stairs, won't you let this body, your burden shed, I pray to the Lord, 
judgment come Find the world in shame When the trumpet blows Won't you call my name? Won't you call my name? When the thunder rolls And the heavens rain When the sun turns black Never shine again Never shine again When the trumpet blows Won't you call me please? Call my name Oh, what a banger. How good was that, that to get you so early this good. morning? I'm yeah. so pumped now. Yeah, I know, right? It's like <laughs> the perfect song to wake up to. Good morning and welcome back to The Breakfast Show. This morning it is Lawson and Mon because Paul mm. Delilah is sick as a dog. Isn't it just hilarious how like when a woman gets the flu, she's like, yeah, I'm sick. And then when a man gets the flu, he's like, I'm dying. It's because Someone it's, take up my is. last no. will. Read well, me my rights. I heard it said somewhere that, that when a woman goes through pregnancy, it's the closest that they get get to experiencing real man flu. Oh, that is offensive. That is all. Oh, get out. I just lost my Where's job. Where's that newspaper roll? Put your hand up. I'm going to smack you. I smacked him. Don't worry, listeners. I smacked him live on air. We've got our revenge. That is unbelievable. That probably wasn't smart to say, considering that you're sitting beside me and Shell, she's a, like, you're just going to yeah. mm-hmm. mute me. Yeah. And yeah. Just, like, <laughs> and so I don't get to do the rest of the radio show. Have you hung, drawn, and quartered? Actually, do you know what? Producer Shell, absolute truth. But we actually couldn't find someone to come in and produce the show this morning. And so she's had to come in, even though she is still sick herself. Mm. Yeah. So please keep the team in prayer, guys. Your breakfast show needs you. Yes. And your prayers. All right. Clue for the quiz, quiz, quiz. clue. Did you you, you cheat and look at the answer already? (laughs) No. Okay, good. Because I'm not going to tell it to you. Oh, Uh, So today, this is a a really cool quiz. I really like this one. Oh, here Uh, we go. Yeah, yeah. It's a what am I quiz. A A what am I. So it's a thing, like a... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what am I, clue number one, Arauna... Arona, I don't know how to pronounce that, sold this to David so David could use it to burn a sacrifice. This was sold to David so David could use it to burn a sacrifice. <laughs> Tell me what that is. I will give you the prize. The prize today is a omnibus book. So it's a two-in-one book. It's uh, the, the Story of Redemption as well as Steps to Christ. It's two books in one by EGY. Really beautiful book. Give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM, if you would like to win uh, your copy of that and you think you know the answer. I don't know what it is, but I just took a guess because okay, so to me, make, show to me make a sacrifice, right? That's what she said. Yeah, so show me what you've written down. <laughs> Uh, no, you're incorrect, but you're on the right path. Oh. Yeah, incorrect, but oh. on the right path. Lawson is, Lawson is sniffing around the yeah. edges of the right I know, answer. I know my sacrifices. <laughs> it's not the kind of sacrifice you'd make today. Okay. Anyway, anyway. So, the story of redemption and steps to Christ, really beautiful two in one book. Uh, beautiful. It's, it's a soft cover. It's, uh, it's actually not too huge. This is a great book if you're traveling or just, you know, want to shove it in your, in your work bag or something and take it with you and read it, read it during a lunch break or read it at the office, wherever you like. Really great book. Give us a call. 1-800-324-843 is our number. Or you can text your answers. 0491064669. So sometimes people complain that we give that number too fast. So let me say it again really slowly. Oh. 
669. Thank you, Lawson. <laughs> actually, I met a bunch of people at camp and bless their hearts. They're like, what's the number? I actually want to save it in my phone. And that's the way to do it. Just save it in your phone. Yeah. We're already Please. friends anyway. Just save it in your phone yeah. and give us a call. That's awesome. Right, Lawson, what, I got some, happening? I got some cute news. Man, this oh, is so here cute. We go. I am loving this story. It even comes with some cute little pictures. Um, so t- I didn't realize this, but did you realize that, uh, South Korea, uh, the national birth rates are falling? Um, no. So basically, like, they're just they're just not really having uh, many babies, and it's continuing to fall, and it's okay. becoming like a bit of a problem. And uh, and actually, get this: some of the primary schools are having to come up with clever ways to keep their doors open because there's just a lack of new young students. How crazy is that? Uh, so there's a school called Daegu Elementary, uh-huh. and it's just one of uh, many rural schools, uh, schools, 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 in what they call the. Gangjin County, and that is searching for kids to fill up their classroom. Mm-hmm. Like literally, this whole county is like, we need some students. We haven't got any. Yeah. Um. So they used to teach about ninety kids back uh, from nineteen eighty until um uh, about the early two thousand uh, small school early thousands. Yeah. But now there's only twenty two, <laughs> twenty two students, right? And for someone who like has trained as a teacher, they must be like getting nervous. Thinking yeah. is my career over because mm. you know our birth rates are falling so dramatically. So the principal was like, "Do you know what? We have to have a new hustle." And this is so cute, right? Oh, here we go. So as a means of saving the school, the principal invited elderly illiterate women. Oh, nice. Yeah, to finally fulfill their dreams of learning to read and write. That is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. This is so beautiful. So at the moment, they um, this is so cute. They started off with eight senior women enrolling as uh-huh. first graders, so year one, <laughs> uh, at the school, and then since their four, since then four more women um have uh-huh. enrolled for next year, and uh, one of them, her name's Huang Wo Gyum. She's uh-huh. seventy years old, and uh, and she said that she used to weep with sadness whenever she had to watch her friends go to school while she stayed home to look after her younger Aww. siblings. Yeah, and she said now she's crying tears of joy over the possibility that she may finally learn to write letters to her children. Oh, Isn't that's that just so, so precious. Cute. I'm just imagining this little old <laughs> yeah. lady, and she's like. I write letters to my children. I know. Now. I just, oh, just get you right yes, in the feels. Yes. I was like getting all emotional. And then she said this. She says, I can't, be-, she said, I couldn't believe this is actually happening to me. Carrying <laughs> a school bag has always been my dream. <laughs> Isn't that yes. so cute? It's like the best thing ever. And look at it, a little picture of her. Look at her little face <laughs> yes. interacting with some of the actual. Your six-year-old grade ones, and she is just so delighted. And she's actually wearing like the traditional uh, Korean outfit. She's just cute as a button. I love this because, um, quite frankly, it's adorable. Mm-hmm. But and so feels good. But it's actually a way of like connecting, uh, commu- reconnecting communities. Like, yeah, fully. Really. Like she's, you know, they made it to their seventies without, um, you know, uh, learning how to read and write, and now she wants to write letters to her children and probably read the letters from her children. I'm sure that all her life she's had to have someone read them to her. Mm. Like how sweet is it that she now can yeah. actually communicate? And <laughs> this is a really great good news story because you know what it mm. reminds us not to take education for granted yeah fully we absolutely take it for granted <laughs> I, I'm the king of taking education for yeah, granted yeah I know right <laughs> who would have thought a woman in her 70s in 2019 would mm. be crying tears of joy yeah 
at being able to go to school. In Sorry. 2009, I think that's actually quite mind-boggling. Yeah. That's actually something that's happening. But yeah, so yeah, be grateful if you have an education. Be grateful. 100%. Oh. If you can read, if you can write, if you stay can. Stay in school, kids. Yes, yeah, stay in stay school. Stay in school. <laughs> yeah, if you can communicate with your loved ones, um, it's likely because you went to school. So mm. yeah, really, really sweet story. I was wanting to tell another really another cute one lost and there's oh, so much cute go. news happening. I'm so keen. Yeah, so did you know it's nesting season right now? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, for the wildlife. Oh, nice. And okay. um, yeah, and so this is really cute. Uh, wildlife rescuers have actually been struggling to accommodate all of, accommodate all of the injured and orphaned baby songbirds that are arriving mm-hmm. at the shelters. Um, so this is sorry, this is coming out of the states, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so last month, um, the Carolina Waterfowl Rescue of Charlotte, North Carolina, posted a plea for help on their Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, so with the influx of rescued birds during nesting season, they actually asked their mm-hmm. readers to send in. Knitted and crocheted nests for the oh. chicks, right? And staff has said, um, you know, this is their busiest time of the year. Uh, their shelter will take in as many as like 3,000 birds in mm-hmm. need of care. Yes. And if the chicks aren't um, able to properly mature from the safety of a nest, they actually will grow up to have splayed legs. Yes. And... Um, Upon posting this request to Facebook, it was shared thousands of times. It went viral, and the shelter is now flooded with thousands of hand-knitted and hand-crocheted nests, messages of encouragement, and this greeting is your cards dream. from all of them. I know, right? This I know. Like- I'm like, hand me my crochet hook. I have to make a nest for a baby bird. <laughs> Look at these pictures. Oh. Isn't that just adorable? Like, it's like a little fluffy chick, and it's sitting in what can only be described as a tiny, tiny upside down beanie and they put the chick in the beanie and the chick is just like got its eyes closed and it's all snuggling down into the beanie it's so adorable and there's so many of them look at this little one up the top Oh, isn't it just adorable? I want one, but I don't want it to grow up. (laughs) That's not nice, Lawson. Anyway, um, yeah, they, (laughs) the, the wildlife uh, people said that they could always use a few more. And even if they don't use them all, they can send them to other wildlife shelters who they know needs them. Um, yeah. And so they said the staff, they're always excited to reach, to read every single, um, letter from their donors. And they said it always makes a really personal experience. It's a huge relief, uh, for them to get these things in. Especially, you know, when their funding is, is down on the low. Mm. If you want to, uh, oh, by the way, they also said if you're shy about your knit- knitting capabilities, they're always looking for volunteers around the clock to feed the birds. If you want to get involved, like seriously, just call up the RSPCA or whatever shelter is nearest and just say, hey, do you need some yeah. some nests? I have some friends that do that. Yeah, do you need some nests knitted or crocheted or do you need someone to come in and feed the birds? Good news happening everywhere. Father comes the desire that all of the nations be saved. From the lips of Messiah, we have the promise. Behold, I am with you always. Across the streets we will go, we will go, we will go to the people who have called this place their home. We will fly, leaving worldly gain behind To hear the Savior's praise away across the globe We will go We will go We are 
witness that Jesus has risen and reigns And no fearful and trembling We go remembering the gospel is mighty to save Across the streets and we will go Welcome back to Faith FM. You're on the breakfast show with Lawson and Mon this morning. Lawson, let me hit you with this oh, second clue really for our quiz. All right, all right. You Let's ready? Go. You yep. ready for this one? I'm keen. So, for those of you who weren't listening before, this is a What Am I quiz. And the second clue goes like this The fast God has chosen is to untie the cords of this and then break it. That's really cryptic, isn't it? The fast what? God has chosen is to untie the cords of this and then break it. That the, barely even makes any the sense. The fast. The fast, The yeah. fast God has chosen. Is to untie the cords of this and then break it. What is that? Yeah, that's what, that's that what I'm asking mean? you, son. Um, what is that? Is it supposed to be the feast or something? No, it's the fast. The fast. The fast. And you untied the cords of this. I think you might have to be a bit of a Bible guru if you're going to know the answer. It. Yeah, yeah. So give us a call if you think you know the answer. One eight hundred Faith FM is our number. It's one eight hundred three two four eight four three, or you can text us zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. I'm telling you right now, that clue is so difficult. Even as someone who knows the answer, I don't understand why it makes sense. <laughs> uh, but oh, you Shell, can. Shell's saying she knows. She knows why. I think. Do you know Shell? She knows it's up. Oh, good on her. I don't. Good on her. Producer Shell knows the answer. Uh, you can get a copy of a really great book. It's uh, two books in one, actually. Uh, not two books separately, but two books in the same volume. Ooh. And it's called The Story of Redemption, uh, Along with Steps to Christ by E.G. White. It's a great book for eternal peace in your heart, it says. Lawson, before we kick off with uh, your news over there, uh-huh. I just want to quickly mention, we forgot to mention there's a new baby on the world this morning. Oh, yes, yeah. there is. Yeah. 
uh, Archie Harrison Mountbatten Windsor. Oh. Yes, yes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and whose baby might that be? Oh, it's uh, Meghan Markle's and Prince Harry. Oh, the son. power couple. The power couple. But yeah, they um they have finally named their firstborn son. Uh, mm-hmm. It's actually funny because Harrison means Harry's son. <laughs> That's literally the definition of it. But the That's funny awesome. thing is, Harry's real name is not Harry. It's actually Henry. He just gets called Harry. Oh, rip. Real. Yeah. Okay, Maybe well, it should be Archie Her- Henryson. Heresy. Archie Heresy. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> We're going to get sued for sure. The Royals are going to come after us. Anyway, congratulations to them. And actually, I like the name Archie. Yeah. I like that they haven't done it as Archibald. Oh, but it's so, actually Archie. I was going to say, is Archie short for Archibald? But no. Well, just- I mean, usually it is, but they've been very specific about the fact that this is, this is not that sort of... Um, Okay, so I like to shorten names to like one syllable. So you call like, them Arch. You know, your your Mon and mm-hmm. M- Michelle is Shell. Um, but Arch is just, I'm not liking it. I'm I'm not feeling it. We just call them Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, uh, or call them Ch. Or call them Chi. Chi. Actually. I have a friend called Chi. Me too. I have two of them. Oh, bam. There you go. Yeah, yeah. But actually, Archie means uh, true and bold. Oh, okay. That's not good. bad. Not bad well, good, definition. Good for that guy. Good for that guy. Yeah. All anyway. Right. Let's look at some current news. And this is especially current news because we are talking about the federal election. No dun, way. Dun, dun, dun. So, Who of course, we have a federal election coming up. The two big players in that, the, the leader of the Liberal Party being Scott Morrison and the leader of the Labor Party um, being... Oh, man, his name slipped my... Mind. Bill Shorten. Uh-huh. Sorry, sorry. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, essentially, um, these guys, you know, they're gearing up to the election. A lot of crazy things have happened um, since then. I think especially one of the one of the craziest things to me is that they, they redid the budget, like, six weeks before the, ele- the election. And, you know, it was pretty claim- clear to see. It was like a voter's budget. Like, it was just a tool that they were using. This is... I'm talking about the Liberal Party here because they're yeah. in power at the moment. Um, but, yeah, there's just all this wild stuff going on. And they've had their electoral debate. Oh. And I have found this awesome resource that went through the big claims of the debate and fact-checked them. Oh. Because I think that's especially good to know. You know, we hear a lot of things being thrown yes. around by by the PM, by uh-huh. the opposition leader, by, you know, different people who support different parties of, oh, the Labor Party does this or the Liberal Party does this and such and such and yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I would like to see, Lawson? Ooh. Just to interject what, for a quick second. You know how like often nowadays, like when you're on any kind of a screen, be it on the internet, um, mm-hmm. even some televisions do this now, you can like press pause and you can click on an image and it shows you what the product is and you can go and like, click through to where you can buy it. Yeah. I would love it if you could like watch footage of politicians and there'll be like some sort of fact and you can pause it and then click a little button that goes to another screen where you can fact check it immediately. Well, mm. we actually have a fact check sheet right here in front of me. Well, it's on my phone. We're going to be looking at some of the big claims that have been made. Oh, um, because I think yes. now more than ever, the the claims, you know, the, the policies that... Um, you know, politicians are fighting for. They're, they're more public knowledge than 
than ever, you know, with, uh-huh. the, with having the internet and and we we know the issues that are going on in Australia and everything these guys are say say is it, not that it wasn't before, but it's recorded and it's uploaded online and, and so it's good to go through and see, okay, what 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 is what is going on with this election? So first quote from this is from Bill Shorten, the opposition leader, the the Labor Party leader. He says, um, of course climate change is one of the big um, topics of, of speak in this election, um, topics of talk. And he said, if we don't invest in renewables now, someone else will get the jobs. Someone else will get the technology. We should be an, an energy superpower in Australia. We are the sunniest continent and the windiest continent. Ooh. Are we really? Yeah. So oh, how about that? we had this fact checked, of course. The reason why um, I think it's good to go through and fact check these because some of the some some you know quotes and different things is like, oh, does it really matter if he's telling the truth? Well, it always matters if he's telling the truth. But with this one especially, you know, there's a big push in Australia at the moment to get away from fossil energy, um, to f- from fossil fuels, and and you know, mm-hmm. um, get into renewable energy. Um, and one of the big arguments from the Liberal Party is the, the party currently in power is that oh. Yeah, we should make some kind of effort, but you know, Australia is so rich with natural resources, um, you know, like coal, and as well as that, we just, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be so hard because we have so many coal mines and power stations and s- such and such and whatnot. It would cost the country too money, too much money. And so, Bill Shorten here is saying, no, actually, we are the windiest and sunniest continent, and we should be able to do this. So, let's fact check this real quick. Did you know that in fact we are? The sunniest country in the world. I'm, the sunniest really? continent. Wow. Yeah. In fact, we are more sunnier than Africa. That is just blowing my mind because yep. the two of us just got back from Africa. Yeah. And it, well, it wasn't that hot there. We were in a really But there was plenty part. of sunshine. Yeah, fully. But in fact, Australia is the sunniest continent in the world. Um, there are two separate measures for solar coverage. In one measure, Australia has more solar coverage than Africa, but on the other measure, on the second measure, the two continents are considered on par for solar coverage um, within margins of error. So, yes, we are the sunniest continent in the world. Um, That means that I think in in this case, in in terms of pushing towards renewable energies, and of course, I think for both of us, I know especially for me, my favourite thing to talk about on air is... um, you know, renewable energy and new things that companies are doing to make like electric cars because electric cars go really fast. And I don't it, understand why someone hasn't just built an entire solar farm, like covering half the Simpson Desert. We could power this whole country just off the Simpson. You got to think Desert. about the money. Yeah, I know, but they'll get their money back. An Ooh. investor would. Well, we will see. Okay, go on. Of course, the other thing there, you know, when we talk about solar energy and renewable energies, and they compete with um, the current fossil fuel industry. And so there's a little bit of pull, a little bit of sway, a little bit of, oh, we shouldn't do this because such and such and yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it's good to know that they're, they're taking a step in the right direction. Last thing I want to talk about, we have about a minute left. One of the claims made by the Liberal Party under Scott Morrison is that um, we, will ma- we will have ensured that we have maintained and increased funding at record levels for our hospitals and schools and our roads. Now, one of the big pushes from the Labor Party, one of the things you hear in their, their election um, ads and whatnot, is that, oh, the, the Liberal Party, they're going to cut money from schools and hospitals and they're going to, like, stuff everything up, um, you know, which is a, a fair thing to say. Um, I think, you know, just generally Labor's known as the party for support of that. But, in fact, um, since 1989, 
Um, it, you know, and this is taking inflation and population growth into the factor. Um, the Liberal Party has maintained record levels of funding for schools and hospitals. Oh, really? Yeah, which is an interesting thing to know. I think, you know, when people talk about projections of what they're not doing right, I think they want to do more. But, yeah, essentially, look, there's some points from the election that we can know about. But now coming up, oh, coming up next, we have an interview with Kemi Ogendi, and this is her right now with her song, How. the altar, come to the altar, where your best clothes will put on a show, just get comfortable, this space is all yours, it's all about you, come to the Savior, God our Creator, come let us praise Him for maybe an hour, then when we're done we'll Pack him all up, send him back to his corner Sing about Jesus, sing of his love Sing of the life that he gave up for us But heaven forbid that God would have the nerve to ask you to give up your own What you say, you believe Let him write it on your heart Let him carve it on each part of who you are Cause how can we follow Christ only when it's convenient? How can we worship a God who we don't even know? word for a moment or so take what you like and leave what you don't tell me how tell me how what you say you believe would you write it with your blood The God we say we love, oh, he's worth it all. He is worth it all. What you stand here and see, let him write it on your heart. Let him call it on each part of who you are. This ain't a game Stop playing games
Welcome back to Faith F. <laughs> Were you watching me scrambling around looking for the quiz card? <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> I couldn't find it. I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no. We're going to have to start a whole new quiz. But I found it right in the nick of time. All right. Uh, What's our next clue? <laughs> okay, what are my quiz? Clue number three. Paul rebuked those of the circumcision for placing this upon Gentile believers when they themselves could not bear it. Oh... Does that starting to make sense? It's still quite Man, cryptic. It's still confusing. Let me, me read because that again. I thought it was something completely different. Paul, re- sorry, not Paul. Did I say Paul? I meant Peter. Oh, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Peter rebuked those of the circumcision for placing this upon Gentile believers when they themselves could not bear it. Something that they could not bear. Oh. Man, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mean Paul. I meant Peter. You meant Peter. Peter rebuked those. Oh, yeah. Is that is that in an epistle of Peter? Did he write that in an epistle of himself? <laughs> or? That's all you're getting, Lawson oh, come Walters. On. I'm Give me a call if you know the answer. Today is uh, prize is the story of redemption and steps to Christ two in one omnibus book by E. G. White. Really lovely book. Uh, give us a call one eight hundred Faith FM one eight hundred three two four eight four three. We should probably ask our guest if she knows the answer. Do you know the answer? Oh, um, was it in Acts? I'm not telling you nothing. Okay. <laughs> oh, man, the pressure. <laughs> if you do know it, don't say it on air because then you'll ruin it for everyone, just okay. FYI. Noted. But yeah, but P.S. everyone, welcome to the show, Kemi Organdi. How are you? I'm well. I'm very well. It's so great. By the way, that song we just listened to was actually sung by Kemi oh, herself. Mate. Yeah, I was really, really enjoying it. I loved it with a little cameo from... Kimmy, Kimmy with the cameo from Anna Weatherall. It was great. I didn't know you guys knew each other. That's really nice. Neither did I. <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, we just met towards the end of last year. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. Lawson this morning, like, he came in and he was absolutely kicking himself when he realised that you were the interviewee because he was like, man, I should have brought my guitar. We could oh, have done some live music. Oh. I know, and now I'm really upset about it too because when you guys get on your guitars and sing, I'm just, like, in bliss. So, I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm pretty bummed this morning <laughs> oh, now too. No. Did you bring an instrument at all? No, I didn't. Um, I, I tend to just play the piano mostly. Okay, um, okay. And I figured that might be a little bit tricky Tri- with yeah. space yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bring a baby wouldn't it be in. cool if like those those piano neckties actually worked as a piano oh and yes like, like an accor- is it yeah. an accordion I don't know well the accordion is one of those like oh, big sort of things small ones yeah one of those little yeah those yeah and they yeah, played them in the ones. 80s right it was, it was like yeah. a guitar yeah. mixed in with a piano yeah. and you could like carry yeah. it around yeah, yeah or like really a pocket cool. piano or like an, an expandable one do you know that would be mad is that a thing I don't know we should make it a thing let's patent it okay yeah let's patent the idea no one copy us nobody copy us around we have a verbal patent on that now. Yes. <laughs> Do you know the things where you like you blow into it and it's like a piano? What is yeah. that called? Yeah. Yeah. What's it called? Oh. A mouth organ. A mouth organ. I'm pretty it's sure it's called a mouth organ. There's, there's like a there's like a one word name for the. It's not a kazoo. You blow in through the through a tube and you play it and it's like. We will. I remember. I remember what it's called at one a.m. tomorrow. A vivazella. Yeah. At one a.m. The least relevant time. The least relevant time. 
But I thought it was a mouth organ. Maybe mouth organ is like another word for harmonica. I was saying the other day how funny it would be if I learned to play the mouth, the, the harmonica, being, my name is Monica. Monica, ah, the harmonica. The, oi, guess what it's called? What, what, what? The melodica. Oh. <laughs> the melodica. Monica plays the melodica. melodica. I like that one too. Oh, I like that one too. That's hilarious. We told you to start this interview. <laughs> well, Shell in the studio, she's like nodding her head her like, well, let's get it going, guys. <laughs> yeah, we're having a great time this morning. So, Kemi, let's talk about, um, well, hey, you, before we talk about your music ministry, which is obviously something you do, um, let's talk about maybe how you came to be involved in ministry and how you started walking with Jesus to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, so... Both music and faith have been something that I was blessed to be exposed to from birth. Amen. Um, and I'm really grateful for that, and I don't take it for granted a single bit. Um, as far as faith is concerned, I think it became something that I owned personally maybe like seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, around by 12 or 13, like because I lived in boarding school for quite some time. Um, yeah, that was around that age that I had to start kind of thinking about why do I read the Bible and why mm. do I believe in it and why do I go to church and why do I live a certain way, like for myself as yeah. opposed to something that was handed down. And do you want this to be your life too? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And yeah, there were several crossroads where I was, I guess, presented with different options, um, either from friends or family or um Friends mainly and just like, yeah, um, life circumstances where mm. I had to stop and like really look at what I had in front of me and say, do I believe this to be true? And, and I actually think that's important for people who, you know, they grow up in a religion. I think we, I think they need to realize that just because you grew up in it doesn't mean you've ever, ever actually made yeah. the decision for yourself. You mm. do need to stop mm. and take stock and make that decision for yourself. Yeah. Your parents' decision so can't valuable. be your own decision. It is so, so yeah. valuable. And um, like, yeah, some people have to seek that out for themselves. But I, I don't know, I guess because I grew up in Alice Springs in the Northern Territory. Really? And so the Adventist youth population there is quite small. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that was like, at the time, I thought that was the biggest curse. Like, But now looking <laughs> back, it was such a blessing. Yeah. It was yeah. such a blessing because it forced me to own my faith at a very young age. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and yeah. Okay. I mean, there's several other things that like, I guess God has given in yeah, absolutely. that time. But that's I'd, the gist. I just realized I don't think I've ever met someone who's from Alice. Hello, nice to meet you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice to meet you too, Kimmy. Awesome. <laughs> um, tell us, tell us about the album. You now have an album out, don't you? Yes. Is this your first album? Um, yes, I released Ooh. an EP in mm-hmm. twenty fifteen called Ooh. Look Up. Um, uh huh. But yeah, this is my first album. It was music something that, like, for you was just an easy progression. You always knew it was going to end up being about music for you. Um, music has always been a part of my life, mm-hmm. I guess, because my family, like growing up family worship and singing and stuff is always something that we loved. And music was definitely something that God has constantly used to connect me to him personally. Mm. Like, yeah, I think um, Melissa Otto's CD, the uh, first one opened was, mm. yeah, that was the first time that I began to see God like as a personal um, pers- like mm. in my life um, and that was when I was maybe 13 and so I remember at that moment I was like wow mu- like music's just such a tool and like hymns and stuff and just I don't know like music was just such an anchor um, and such a such a powerful way of connecting to God mm. and so I did definitely want to use it that way but I didn't know what it would look like specifically 
Mm. Uh, yeah, I think that's definitely one of the most powerful things about music and uh, music ministry is the ability it has to deepen someone's relationship with God. Mm. Um, but tell us a little bit how this album came into being. Like, did, like how long did it take you to put this thing together? Um. All up a couple of years. Oh, like wow. the actual recording and writing process maybe took a year. But like there are songs on there, I think Songs in the Night and Around the Bend um, have been kicking around since 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, songs in the Night was on Look Up, the EP from 2015 okay. actually. And this is just a revised version of that song. Um, but the process of a lot of the other songs were written last year at different points last year. Mm. And then being in the studio was over just maybe a couple, like four or four weeks or something like that. And do you write all the songs yourself on there? Yes. That's amazing. Mm. Do you do the music too? Yes. Oh. Um, I did it at Spinlight Studio with Reese Zacker and he played a bunch of the instruments on it. Mm. Um, and then the outro for Songs in the Night was written by a teacher of mine um, from high school. But yeah, other than that. What's your favourite track on this album? Oh, um, Here to Stay. <laughs> Ooh. Here to, oh, okay. And Winter. It, it, it fluctuates winter. between Winter and Here to Stay. <laughs> Love it. I actually, um, I don't know if our listeners remember, but um, was it a week or two ago? Uh, we were up at Big Camp up in Stewart's Point and, uh, and we were broadcasting from a tent <laughs> and, um, and we actually recorded like a bunch of uh, interviews on, on the Super Sunday Fun Day. Yeah. And, uh, and in the background, there was often music playing from the live stage. And for a lot of those interviews, it was actually Kemi's voice you could hear in the background. <laughs> and we were loving it because we were actually pretty crashing close. all your yeah. interviews. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. I actually really enjoyed uh, listening to your set. Um, you know, just behind us uh, on the music stage it was really great, really nice. You should do that more often. Just come and sing outside the studio for. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and I will come back tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah good, good. That would be awesome. We'll sing yeah. really loud. Yeah, that's yeah. great. So, do you tour now as a music artist? Like, how does music ministry work? Yeah, I'm actually kind of figuring that out now mm-hmm. because the, the album Notes Self I only released it February this year. Mm. Oh, that's um, fresh. Yeah, hot baby, off the press, baby. Um, and so, figuring out how music ministry looks specifically in my context mm. is tricky um, because I'm studying full time at the moment. Oh, what are you studying? Um, high school teaching. I should oh, have asked you to guess. That would have been more fun. Yeah, oh. that would have been, um, yeah. Yeah. I would have just said, okay, you're in Avondale, um, so you're either theology nursing or high school yeah, teaching. Yeah, yeah, so. no prizes for those three, right? <laughs> <laughs> like 90% of the mainstay. population at college <laughs> yeah. is doing teaching or theo or nursing. Dude, that's awesome. Hey, that would be actually really cool that you could, um, you know, as a teacher, use your music in your classroom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Wait, when you say high school teaching, are you, like, do you have a subject that you're specializing in that you'll be teaching? Yep. So I'm majoring in English. Oh, okay, cool. And I haven't actually chosen a minor yet. I think uh-huh. I'm leaning towards either religion or special ed, but we'll see. Oh, there is you it go. is it possible to do music as a minor in high school? Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. But you probably don't need to study. You're probably like already like I know all. No, this. no, it's, <laughs> it's actually quite the opposite. Okay, okay, cool. Man, I um. I met you last year for the first time. I was at a, a, a rise reunion. reunion. Yes, we've. Oh, you November went to a rise. Yeah. Yes, that is madhouse. Yes, so you're also a Bible worker. Yes, that must like add a whole other dimension to your music ministry. Being able to, you know, have had that training as a Bible worker, and then marrying those two together. It was actually. I would say it was my personal journey with like actually recording music has a lot to do with the rise. Um, yeah, so I did a rise in 2014 mm-hmm. with Harley. Um, Shells, Yeah. Son. Um, <laughs> shout out. And, um, I 
had I guess the blessing of being involved with Carly Fletcher's music. Yeah. Um just playing piano and singing backing vocals on her CDs and she just opened up a whole new realm of possibilities mm. in terms of like, hey, if you have a passion for something and it's married with your passion for the gospel, like you can make something, do something with it, even if you feel super mm. like don't know where to start. Um and yeah, she just taught me a lot um in those in the process of her own recording. Mm. Um yeah. Yeah, it's actually it's actually really beautiful to have people who can encourage you to use your talents, the talents that's God's that God has given you because um I do think there's a lot of frustrated creative people in our church. And uh and so having someone like you know like that Carly Fletcher, we often play her music on here. You know, and she's I was just, just listening to her most recent album on the way beautiful? here. Um, for such a time as this, yeah, the kids mm-hmm. one. What a concert! We loved it. Oh, we love that one on here. Amazing. Yeah, it's a really cute one, and we love that it's like you know for kids. Yes, and, uh, and she's like helped produce the whole thing. I just love the collaborative nature. It's of It's so cute, mm-hmm. right? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I love that we have like creative and spiritual mentors within our within our church, and that God's blessed you and led you through, um, you know, through her work, through her influence. Um, mm. I do want to ask a bit more about the album that you've just got here. So it's Note to Self. I've just realized that Lawson's actually holding it. It's a beautiful cover. Um, and I didn't, do you know what? This whole time, like I've known you for a while and I've always thought your name was Kimmy, but actually it's Kemi. Does this change everything? Yeah, I don't feel like I know you anymore. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we start I'm over. so sorry. I should have told you. <laughs> K-E-M-Y. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I love it. And, and inside it has the verse, and this is what I want to ask you about. See, inside the cover of the album, you've got Proverbs twenty four sixteen, which reads, The godly may trip seven times, but they will get up again. Um, can you explain a little bit like why you've put that verse uh, in the front cover of your album? Because um, it very much sets the tone. That's kind of the the mindset behind the first track on mm. that CD, um, on the album, and the the title track. So, "Note to Self" is the first song, mm. um, and the whole concept behind "Note to Self" is like understanding that growth is a process mm. and it isn't wow. linear. Yeah, um, and growth in Christ is a process that isn't linear. Um, mm. Yeah, and I think that's just the general message in that entire album. The running theme is that of like rising and falling and 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 falling forward and spiraling towards Christ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, to keep getting back up and keep following after his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and coming closer and closer and closer to him. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny cuz when I got baptized, you know, I had like a little um, you know, brochure um, you know, the bulletin made up for when the people come and sit in the church and inside I had a quote that said um is it any less the right path, even though I walk it imperfectly? Mm. And it was kind wow. of the whole, yeah. Wow. Yeah. wow. Yeah. Can you send that to me? That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> That's a powerful quote. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, and which is, you know, a reminder that it's not within my own strength and I yep. will stuff it up, but yep. Jesus will be the one who yep. picks me back up. Yeah, and like and, clinging to the consistency yeah. of him. I think that's the other theme. So the theme is like us growing, but also just like the consistency of like God. Yeah. Being the one constant and That's the it. one reliable mm. and the one That's solid it. and the one God's the perfection, the constant yeah. perfection. And yeah, we that just, we keep yeah. going back to and and, and and recalibrating from. I love how you said that God is the constant. Amen. Thank you so much for coming in, Kemi. We really appreciate having you in. We're going to play another one of your songs now. This is Songs in the Night by Kemi Ogendi. Really have loved having you in the studio. But please, the two of you, next time you come, bring an instrument, all right? Enjoy this. Notes of praise in the hour of darkness Notes of praise when God seems silent 
in questions or pain or anger or shame there's still a song in the night sing though the shadows taunt you Sing, oh.
listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Hi, my name is Pastor BJ, and I'd like to invite you to join us at Bunbury Seventh-day Adventist Church. We are a vibrant church community that meets every Sabbath at 9.30am for Bible study, followed by a worship service at 11am. There are a number of groups that meet throughout the week where we eat, share and study the Bible together, including groups for families and young people. For more information, please contact me on 0422-896-553. That's 0422-896-553. Forgiveness. It's easier said than done. But now there's a new approach to help us be more forgiving a program called Forgive to Live. It's designed to help us all improve our lives. You'll discover the healing power of forgiveness. A relationship breakdown, long-term hurt, unresolved conflict. Through Forgive to Live, you can break this cycle and start living a more forgiving life. So if you're keen to take that first step, head to forgivetolive.org.au.
soul.